What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. Hey, Ava, how are you? I'm doing great, Majette. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for being here at the Diva Girl Radio Podcast. So, please take this moment to tell our audience, our listeners, who you are and where they can connect with you online or in person. Okay. Who am I? You know, I'm a work in progress. (laughs) (laughs) But oh besides, my God, I love that answer. <laughs> <laughs> but besides being a work in progress, um, I consider myself an energetic spirituality, well-being, secret space holder, medicine woman, sound facilitator, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of, bunch of stuff. Um, I have a private practice in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, which is called Violets in Bloom. It is a twofold practice. We have a retail spiritual energy boutique which, where we specialize in crystal stones and minerals, other energetic products like candles and sage and really beautiful things that can maintain and help you improve upon your energetic spirituality. Within that, we also have a healing and holistic studio space where we conduct classes, private one-on-one appointments, um, spiritual coaching, and uh, workshops. So yeah, you can find me there. And um, also we have an online presence at www.myvioletsinbloom.com. And you can also search us out on social media at myvioletsinbloom as well. Amazing. I love your store. My daughter loves your store. Whenever we go to your store, it's so hard to leave. And then when, then when you're there, it's like all this information that we just want to absorb. So thank you for having that space for the community. I love when you guys come. It's really special when you guys are there. <laughs> so what inspires you to do what you do and keep doing what you're doing? Well, I love supporting people. And within supporting people, uh, the demographic that I really enjoy supporting is women, women that are looking to step into their fullness or to be fully expressed women. Uh, I often find that I have felt small in life or I felt like I didn't have a voice at times. And I really wanted to cultivate and curate a special place for someone to really tap into who they are, embrace themselves fully and just shine. Um, I would, I guess I'm looking for violets to bloom. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Oh, I love the way you said that. It, it's so eloquent. Um, yeah. And the, That is truly, it's nice to hear someone whose passion is sharing her gifts and her skills to women, right? Um, And it's just, I appreciate what you just said. I'm curious though, what is your end goal with all of this? Uh, My end goal is for people to come into their full frequency of self-love. I really believe that the world will be a better place if people took the time to really appreciate who they are 
and then step outside of that appreciation to appreciate to appreciate someone else for who they are and that we can all kind of live in this world of mutual respect care and understanding oh my god can you just say that again for ever louder for the people in the back oh my god that is so true it's like you know, and as women too, it's all about prioritizing other people, right? It's like programmed to us, but then it's really about loving yourself first. Loving yourself first so you can love someone else. You know, that is really the key to uplift and to kind of come together in this way in which we can all flourish like individuals, but be a part of a collective system of wanting that. Oh my God, so true. Yeah, so... So with this, right, like, I'm curious, what's the biggest failure that you oh. had and what did you learn from it? Can you share that with us? Well, you know, I'm not a new entrepreneur. I was born an entrepreneur. I joke around about that. My mom actually says that too. Um, I, I, my first business was um, selling bird feathers as if somebody would want to buy a bird feather. <laughs> <laughs> <You're kidding>? <laughs> <laughs> I always like collecting these little things, you know, it, it was uh um, I'm sorry, it was rocks first. And I said, you know, I'm in the rock business. It's so ironic now. Yeah, yeah. Collecting, <laughs> collecting seashells was another thing I did, collecting bird feathers. So I had this idea to, you know, to collect these things and to sell them. And it's just so ironic, Majet. I'm starting to put it all together. That's what I do now. So I guess I got started really, really early in life. But to answer your question, the mistakes that I've made, I think spreading myself really, really thin in my first business, not so much the selling of the feathers, but I opened up an, a wellness studio and I wore all the hats. I did all of the things. I was the bookkeeper. I was the marketer. I was the instructor. And it was just too much. And I became overwhelmed. I decided to give up on my own business at the peak of the business. If I only waited to see myself shine, if I only gave myself a little self-love, then maybe I would still be working that business. You know, there's this, it's this and that, you know how the world turns. But I think not creating a system of support for myself and honoring systems and people and people that want to help you succeed, thinking I could do it all. That was probably my largest failure in uh, closing my first business, which was a wellness studio. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that is a mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs, um, you know, experience, right? Like doing everything, being everything and working in the business instead of on the business. So I think, again, your your message of like taking care of yourself, you know, how to do everything and being able to delegate or get support from other people, right? Yeah, you know, it actually, I'd like to touch on that a little bit. It, it actually limits you quite a bit from your end goal. You know, we talked about the end goal for me is to see women really flourish and shine and make this ripple effect where it impacts great amounts of women, oceans of violets and bloom, if you, if, yeah. if you will. Um, and so it limits you when you don't get the support or you don't ask for the support that you need and, and you don't make space and room for that. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for women sometimes to ask for that support or to ask for help. So yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a great reminder that it does limit us if we don't, right? Yeah. And it's a good opportunity for other people to, to be able to support us and help. 
Exactly. I think um, people at the very core of us, we really want to see others succeed just as much as we want the success for ourselves. That is so true. That is so true. And what do most people misunderstand about your work? Okay. So I work in energetic spirituality. Within energetic spirituality, I have these lovely crystals and stones and minerals and these other energetic products that I often sell. And people come to me to purchase these things and then they expect the item to do the work for themselves. So uh, let, let's just examine crystals for a second. People come in and they're like, oh, I want that purple stone. What is that? It's an amethyst. What does an amethyst do? Well, it creates an opportunity for you to get in touch with your highest sense of self, the one that's most authentic, the one that makes you really shine and feel good about the things that you're doing. And then in turn, this crystal also can help you shape your life to support and help other people. So then they think that it's just this magic antidote wrapped into a beautiful stone that once they just take it home, all of their problems are going to be solved and the, they're going to just take on the whole world and have a whole new outlook. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> because they're beautiful little baubles, you know, crystals are just these wonderful little things that nature has given us as reminders of energetic vibrations that you know, we want to tap into, to soar, to shine, to blossom, to bloom. But there's work required in that. They're, they're ideally, these wonderful crystal minerals and stones are just reminders of what it is that we want to work hard at. Mm. Mm. So people will often think that, you know, these crystals and this magic and this woo-woo is going to be magic but the magic is already in you. It's just a reminder of what it is that you want. It's like the pieces of you. Right, I see. So it's more like, um, it. I, I don't know if this is the right word, like highlights or emphasize or like um, it gives you extra vibration. Like, like you have it in you and then with mm -hmm. the crystal, it's like, uh, it just amplifies it or something like that. Yeah, I'll give you another analogy. This one okay, makes okay, sense, okay. okay. So it's like the video games where you're, you're going through whatever system, whatever journey in the video game, and then you get a power boost, right? You have to like maybe jump up in the air and hit the diamond over your head. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like that. So when people are shopping for crystals or they're looking for something that can provide that energy boost, they'll often read the characteristics that are aligned with the crystal. And then the crystal characteristics are often um, aligned with the color that is in the crystal. So we've talked about a purple amethyst being a high level spirituality. Someone shopping for crystals might want something that's green because it's heart related and they're looking for more self-love or compassion. They may choose a pink or a green crystal because the characteristics of the color speaks to that. Mm -hmm. However, just like in the video game, it may not be long lasting, mm -hmm. you know, it might not last a week or so after getting it from home. If you're not practicing the things that support the energy vibration, which are meditation, standing right. still, maybe clarifying your thought, your thoughts, um, speaking your truth, 
you know, honoring yourself as well as honoring other spiritual beings. So yeah, there's some work involved in just uh, the crystal in the crystal community. You, you can't just have a crystal and it's just beautiful or you can, <laughs> but it's really up to the, it's up to the user what they want, what to, want to do with it. Yeah, no, thank you for that analogy. Um, I think that is something that people do mis misunderstand about crystals, right? Oh, let me get that. And then that crystal will give me everything that I want, right? Or right. But yeah, it involves us. We need to do the work too. So. It does. And then there's the flip side. So if they get this beautiful crystal home and it doesn't fix their life in a week, oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> This is yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. this is not right. This doesn't work. I don't believe this. And then they give up on it and they never try again. So there is that kind of duality. You know, this works for me. This doesn't work for me because it wasn't quick enough. So that's where some things have to be put into place in between getting your crystal and thinking how it's going to work, thinking through your system of using it as a tool. Yeah, and that's why you're so important as part of this, as part of oh. someone who's looking for, um, you know, looking for crystals that is aligned mm -hmm. with them. They do need someone like you um, to help them and guide them through what's the best crystal for what they need, what they need to work on, and and for themselves, right? So Absolutely, because you can break through barriers. You can break through feeling stuck are feeling energetically blocked in life, but something simple as a tool that you can fixate on to help you remind yourself of these things that you feel like are limiting your life. That life truly is limitless if you view it on a high angle, um, if you overview your life on a high angle of what you can control and what you can't control, what you need to pivot on and what you need to push through. Yeah, yeah, that is true. and. Um... And how did you become interested in this? I mean, I know you collected rocks and feathers back yeah. then, but but you know, but you did other things. You were in corporate, you know, mm -hmm. you, you were you were um, doing Pilates and stuff like that. Like, and you had a well health and wellness business. And how did you end up, you know, in this path, Ava? Yeah. So I always liked a little bit of the holistic lifestyle and the traditional form of healthcare. I would say. Uh, between nine to five, I was all about the traditional healthcare and corporate work America, going through, you know, your stress management systems, eating healthfully, exercise, you know, the typical way, the, the typical lifestyle changes somebody will make when they're trying to reach for greater well-being. After 5 p.m., it was like all woo-woo stuff for me. I loved reading about Reiki. I loved um, learning about deeper levels of meditation outside of you know, mindfulness, which is excellent, but I loved going a little bit deep and doing those deep immersive dives into who I am and really exploring my blueprint, so to speak. And when you're involved in these other alternative, and I would say additional, I don't really like when people say alternative lifestyles, mm -hmm. that looks like you can't have both. Right. When I was exploring additional energy and, and additional ways of well-being, of course, I came across crystals. It made me reflect back on when I purchased my first two crystals when I was a teenager. And now I'm a woman in my late 40s, and I've invited this crystal magic back into my life. Um, I would say I invited it back into my life in 2018 
when I lost a dear friend. And this was a friend of 25 years or so. And this friend passed away. And during the coping stage of the grieving process, I picked up a white crystal to, to invoke a feeling of more peace um, with the cycle of life, you know, knowing that we're here to live and then, you know, we're here to move forward in another realm. I'll say it that way. I knew all of those things technically, but having to feel that loss, the feeling, the impact of the physical body and presence not being here with somebody that you deeply connect with, that's something else. And so I utilized the white crystal to help me move through the grieving process, not to forget about my state of grief, but to be at peace with knowing that this is how it works. And so the crystals really helped. After that, I, I went in and got a rose quartz crystal and started working with the energy of self-love and love for and compassion for the person that had passed away. And the rest is all history. I just started acquiring more, I would say, respect for subtle energy. And subtle energy is the science of feelings or knowing information that can't be proven. You just feel a certain way. Yeah. That's even outside of intuition. You just feel a certain way. And so once I started associating my feelings and trying to raise my vibration and for lack of a better word, manipulate my energy so I can shine and show up for other people, but still honor my own process and showing up for other people. I just felt superhuman. And I really wanted to share that gift of feeling my best with other people so they, they can arrive to feeling their best within the peaks and valleys of life and things that we control and what we can't control. But um, in a nutshell, I just really wanted someone, I really wanted someone else to have the opportunity the privilege to feel that they can make these changes energetically and create a, a better homeostasis for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, I mean, and I, I really love how you also touch on like, um, this is not an alternative approach of how you see life, right? It's like, it's an addition to what you mm -hmm. already know. Like, um, and it's not all woo woo. It's not all that. It's it's that and you know and it's and and you know it's spirituality and and so much more and even the science and the you know and the the typical health and wellness stuff that you were saying earlier, right? And yeah. I love that. It's an addition addition to your life. It's not an alternative. It's an addition, and it does add so much more. Yeah, it really, really does. I mean, there, there's no mistaking that subtle energy is real. There's evidence of it when your hair stand on the back of your neck because you feel uh, spooky inside or you feel excited and the goose pimples come out on your arms. Well, what is that? That's cellular change. That's your subtle energy showing itself and presenting itself. And it's so cool. It's so magical. It's so common. We forgot about how magical it really is. Yeah. And it same goes with like energies, right? Like the um I'm talking about like someone's vibe or energy. Mm -hmm. Like like what you said, it's not that it's not like science can explain that, 
but it's more on like, you know, it's like this subtle, like the subtleness of it. Like you can tell if somebody, you know, it's a good vibe or good energy or high energy or low energy, like you're able to, to it's, it's part of it. And it's not it science can explain. It is. And you know, it, it's, it's one thing that I really like about it, Majette, that I don't think I've even, I, I have not even said these words out loud. It's something that we can actually control. And that's what the magic is. Okay. And let me explain that for a second. We can control how excited we're going to be if it's not a flight or flight, a fight or flight kind of thing, right? We can control how, how, how elated we feel or how jaded we feel where nothing matters. And that is the magic in life. How excited are you? are you about living and about life? Mm -hmm. And so I think these crystals reawaken my world to that. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it allows me to feel like anything is possible. Right, right, yeah. And what advice would you give your younger self, Ava? <sighs> Wow, this is a big pause here. What advice would I give my younger self? I would say, don't doubt yourself. Mm. Mm. Don't have expectations that you're not asking for to be met. Don't think you can do everything on your own. You don't have to. Right. You do not have to. You don't have to uphold the world. Yeah. I would probably tell myself that. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I would tell myself that there's no probability in there. I would tell myself that. <laughs> you would tell your younger self that. Yeah. 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 What are, what are the three unique skills that help you become successful? Number one, listening to others and practicing. Yeah. Practicing noble silence while others are speaking. I, 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 <laughs> I do rush in and talk. You know, I have been known to cut somebody off. I'm not saying I'm perfect with it. But holding space and practicing noble silence while somebody is speaking so I can really listen and tune in and, and just be a safe space for them to air or vent things out. And if they, if they want a little advice, I know they'll ask for it. If they want some feedback, I'll say it that way. Not advice, feedback. They like some feedback. I know they'll ask for it. So just being a, a, a peaceful state of silence for someone to air something out. I really enjoy that. The flip side of it is I don't really like talking about myself much. So it's easier for me to be quiet and let them fill up all the void. <laughs> but, but yes, I do like being a, a, a listener. I would say that. The second thing that I think strengthens me and strengthens my ability to serve others is being relatable. Um, knowing that, you know, we're only six degrees of separation from understanding someone else and understanding what they may have or empathizing, I should say, of feeling empathetic to what they've gone through. So I would say my empathy and the ability to um, be relatable is my second strength. And then I feel like my third strength is um, being responsible to what I say I'm going to do. Um, yeah, being a responsible doer. 
<laughs> yeah. So it's um, being relatable, um, the mm-hmm. skill of like active and really good listening, right? Yeah. And like, uh, allowing that space um, for someone. That is, yeah, that is an amazing skill to have. Um, and, and, you know, and, uh, and being relatable, definitely, because it's, it's hard to open up to someone if you feel like, you know, they're going to judge you or they, you can't relate or they can't relate to what you're going through. And part of that is um, be empathetic is part mm-hmm. of that. Um, and the last one is the integrity part, like being able to do what you said you would do. Yeah. yeah. Responsible, being responsible. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so I, I just want to say thank you for, you know, for sharing. You said that, you know, speaking about yourself is not something that you, you know, you're used to doing. You're used to providing space for people to speak their minds and their hearts. And that's part of you being a leader. I mean, a healer and a leader, right? <laughs> so I appreciate you opening up and sharing, you know, your, your journey to becoming violets in bloom. Thank you. I appreciate having the space to do so. Yeah. So now I have a few more questions and this is what I call rapid fire questions. And this is, you know, questions that you answer with one, like one word answers or one sentence. So quick answers. Oh boy, here we go. I'm not the things, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> oh, you'll be good at this. You'll be so good at this. And I'm 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 excited. Um okay. all right. ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. So who is a famous person you would like to meet, dead or alive, and why? Oh, for sure, Prince. Number one. He's someone I need my business after, Violets in Bloom. It's a lyric in his song, When, when Doves Cry. I would definitely want to meet him. I feel like he, his life has been a wonderful roller coaster, mysterious mystery ride. He's just an amazing humanitarian human. I'm saying as if he's still living. In my mind, he's arriving somewhere else that I'm unaware of. But yes, Prince. Prince Rogers Nelson. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And where would you rather be right now? Oh, wow. Where would I like to be right now? I would say somewhere in Italy. Well, I would have to really be very specific about that. (laughs) Um, Maybe the Amalfi Coast, Uh, you know, something. with a lovely drink in my hand and a chaise lounge somewhere. Oh, that sounds fantastic. All right, what's your superpower? Oh, my superpower is being able to be in two or three places at one time. I've learned to have workers now. (laughs) Now I have the help I need. There you go. So I call that being in multiple places at one time. That is my superpower. I set myself up well. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh my God. Okay. So the opposite of that, right? What's your kryptonite? What is your weakness? Oh, my weakness is probably something really good to eat. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good piece of dark chocolate and I try to have a piece every day. It's just a weakness. It calls out to me. And I've learned to just eat it in moderation, but it's my weakness for sure. Yay. A little dark chocolate. 
<laughs> I might have one after this talk. <laughs> there you go. Um, you know what? This is so fun. I, well, I always love speaking with you, being around you, your energy. It's, it's always a delight. So thank you so much for doing this with me, Ava. Oh, thank you. Your energy is superb. Thank you, Majad. Now, please share with us, share with our listener, anything that's coming up for you. Um, and, you know, you can invite them for, you know, at your store and anything else that's coming up for Violets and Bloom. Sure. I just released a wonderful training called Crystals for Breakthrough Living. It's a four-week course that you can take if you really want to work with the power of crystals, which represents your inner power. And it's a recording, not a recording, but it's four live uh, opportunities to work with me, which will be recorded if you happen to not be available on the four dates. Um, this series is running from June 6th all the way to July 1st. It's four fierce, fabulous, fantastic weeks of learning how to use your crystals to enhance your life, to break through barriers, on your way to living the life of your dreams. So that's happening. You can um, look for that as one of my events and my offerings at my website, myviolentsandbloom.com. Uh, always a lot of things going on. If that's not, if that doesn't float your boat, we have other workshops. We have things that you can do activity-wise when it comes to working through energy. We have an amazing uh, dream board workshop coming up, which might pass by the time this airs, but we're always doing wonderful um wonderful events to support the community that's looking for more things that are involved in spiritual energetics. So I would just suggest going to the website to see what's going on and consistently going to the website. We also have a nice newsletter that will come to you that will give you all the details of all the wonderful things happening at Violets in Bloom. In order to sign up and receive that newsletter, you would need to go to the website and just click the link that says sign up for our newsletter. It's right on the beginning page. Can't miss it. Yes, definitely. And I do get that newsletter and it's a ton of information and it's nice to get them because you also get um, the events that they have coming up. So yep. all of this will be in our show notes. So you can go to the show notes and click on the website for Ava. So thank you everyone for joining us. Ava, any last words? Last words. Hmm. You are the magic. To make your life beautiful. And we're going to end on that. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at divagirltribe. Become a member and join our Divagirl411 Facebook group.